When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Go, you Redbirds! Go, you Redbirds! On the battle, fight for ISU! Welcome to In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics Podcast. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. Hi again, and welcome in to another edition of In the Nest, the official podcast of Illinois State Redbird Athletics from Learfield. This week, we're talking women's tennis as the defending MBC Tournament champion Redbirds kick off their 2023 campaign this weekend in search of the program's sixth NCAA tournament appearance later this spring. In the Nest is brought to you in part by Jason's Deli. Redbird fans, all good things start with wholesome ingredients. Visit Jason's Deli in Normal on Veterans Parkway today and receive free ice cream with every purchase. Joining us today is ninth-year head coach Maya Kovacek and fourth-year standout Elena Yankulovska. Thank you both so much for joining us today. And, Coach, I'll start right there. A lot of preparation. Obviously, you guys have a fall season like most sports in a non-traditional sense, but it all gets underway this Sunday. The dual meet schedule you take on Eastern Illinois and Illinois Springfield over at the Evergreen Racquet Club. I guess the question of the hour is, are you ready? Absolutely, we're ready. Uh, We had a great training trip to Florida. We went there for four or five days and um, just put in a lot of time, you know, hit a lot of balls, spent a lot of time together. Um, that was really the best way to start the season, and um, the team is really excited. It's this is this is the fun part. This is what we work hard for. So yeah, absolutely, we're ready for it. Now, Elena, you are back for your fourth campaign with the Redbirds, and coming off really just an outstanding season last year, one in which you not only 
won the clinching match in the Valley Tournament as you guys won the conference tournament championship with a win over Drake, but also really came on down the stretch. You were 7-3 and three in your final 10 matches. Wow, I didn't realize that. Um, I just think that it came down to knowing that my whole team is right there depending on me and if it was just up to me maybe I wouldn't have been so strong and I wouldn't have made it but knowing that I play for something bigger than myself I feel like really made uh, me really fight for the defining the, the defending point and win the match. You guys were able to advance the NCAA tournament after getting the automatic bid from the conference championship as you guys head into this year your fourth season as we said in the program is it a huge itch to get back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like once you get there, I mean, every year now we're fighting to get to that point again. And I feel like we're in a really good spot and I feel like we have a great team. So I believe that we can do it this year as well. Heading into the season, it's a brand new year. Obviously, you have a feel for your ball club. But as you go into the season, always those early couple of weeks, I'm sure, answer a lot of questions that you might have, especially with where players rank and what position they play. Yeah, that's right. And this season is a little bit different in the fact that we have four freshmen on the roster. So really the whole fall has been about kind of making sure that they acclimate. We worked a lot on our doubles because we graduated three doubles players out of the lineup last year. Um, So finding new doubles teams, making sure everything is clicking and everybody knows what they're doing. Um, but that's going to be really the, the, the challenge in the first couple of weeks, seeing how, how that's working out and what adjustments we need to make and how, you know, how the freshmen step up and, and adjust to the, the match format and um, how the, the older ones lead the way. And so far, that's been really good. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it, how, how it plays out in the next couple of weeks. You know, we'll talk about the fact, obviously, being a veteran in this program, but when you have four freshmen, that's a pretty significant chunk of your roster. How has being an upperclassman and kind of a leader with some of your other teammates been and trying to bring the freshmen along and get them as up to speed as humanly possible? Yeah, so me and Tara, we were the team captains, so we kind of had four people coming in, they didn't really know much about how it works. They only knew how to play tennis. So learning the college format and how we play the matches, and it's still a struggle because they haven't played a dual match yet. And But I think they've been, do- they've been doing a really good job at adjusting and always listening to us, taking the criticism that they have to take, and really just be as excited as we are to win and to make sure that they're doing the right things. And I feel like we're learning together, and I have a lot of faith in them for the season upcoming. And coach, when you have four freshmen in a roster like that, you obviously will get a much better feel a few weeks into it as they adjust to the college game and some of the competition. But this is, a, I, I'd say, a unique sport from the standpoint. I think, I think most fans might not realize, you know, you have some sports across the board that might have some specialty positions. But when you go out and recruit, you're recruiting the best of the best in – a lot of different geographic areas. They come in, now all of a sudden they have to be ranked in certain situations. And probably dealing with failure, a lot of them for the first time in their tennis careers, mental is probably as big an adjustment as anything physical, I would think. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think one thing that really helps that is that, you know, they come here and then get in the team setting. 
and that's different and you know all of them really embrace that so there's a lot of support you know like i said we have great leadership up top um, from the older kids so when they come in they they get that support they get help adjusting and that's worked out really well for us you know it is exciting yes some some things are challenging with four freshmen but at the same time it's exciting to get that new talent um a lot of the times you know their their bodies are not so worn out like the older kids um they, they've graduated so you know there's a lot of upside and especially in this group so i'm very excited and i think it's been you know it's been really encouraging what have we seen so far coach talks about the family atmosphere here how is how did you find that when you first arrived on campus and how has that begun to kind of manifest itself during your four years? Uh, so when I came in, well, first, like, coming from a small country, and my dad was my coach, so I've always been used to kind of being by myself. Practice was by myself. Matches were by myself. Tournaments, it was always just me, me and my dad. So coming in here where there were already seven girls waiting for me, I was also the only freshman when I came in, so everyone was kind of excited to have me, and I was like the little bird, and everyone was showing me around. And I think that it's, I still don't get how now I'm telling people what to do, but I kind of, I learned by, I for sure learned by experience and people showed me what I was supposed to do. So I did it. And now I'm kind of trying to just do what I feel like is best. And people are trying to follow based on what I'm doing, not as much as based on what I'm saying. The family atmosphere, as you mentioned, is very important not only in the success of this club as a unit, but probably in the recruiting standpoint. And how do you go to convey that to potential recruits? I think just being open and communicating from the first conversation, you know, being available for parents to answer any questions. And, you know, the players also do a fantastic job in that process as well. They're the ones that can really say, okay, what's my like on a bad day? And like when she's, <laughs> you know, she gets angry and, you know, all of these things play a part and we know, you know, honesty is the best policy. So we've kind of relied on, on people recognizing that, you know, this place really is like a family and it's worked really well for us. Now, Alayda, you have done not only well on the court, but in the classroom as well. Uh, first team, all Missouri Valley Conference, all scholar selection a year ago. Tell people a little bit about what your daily routine is, both in-season and off-season, but you don't, I would assume, not have much of an off-season once you're on campus here. Yeah, not really. Not really much of a... I don't really get much of a break, I would say. Um, I mean, the main thing that takes a beating is my sleep. So I, I do a lot of work when we're done with the day. So I get done with classes around 5 or 6 p.m. And then by the time I get home, shower. And so I mainly do my homework and all the studying in the evening. And then, but at the same time, I can't really do it too late because we usually have early morning practices. So I feel like the main thing that has helped me is really paying attention in class. Like I always make sure that when I'm in class, I make sure that I pay attention the whole hour, an hour and 15, because that really helps take out from the load work that I have afterwards. So that's mainly what I would say has been the best way. What's your major going to be? Uh, my major has been psychology with a business administration minor. Now, you mentioned you're from a small country, Macedonia. How did your recruiting story end up in normal Illinois? Um, well, I posted my video on YouTube just like everyone else does. And I 
had emailed a couple schools and some schools had reached out to me and I kind of saw Maya's email but it was like kind of blending along with everyone else and then my mom kind of said oh Illinois like I have a cousin somewhere there that I still haven't met this cousin <laughs> but and I was like okay and I remember I was in Denmark for a tournament and then I replied to Maya and then we kind of we started talking and I was like okay this kind of feels like the right area for me to be in the right environment the right family and I mean turns out I was right so I don't even know where to begin to ask you about how you go about recruiting. Some people get a few thousand dollars that they expense in their car and gas money, and that obviously doesn't work for you as you have six or seven different countries on your roster. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Tennis is just such an international sport, and me being Croatian and, you know, being at some point in Elena's position coming over here and just, you know, falling in love with college tennis, and I chose that to be my career, so... Um, I, th this path has really helped me in that aspect when I go over and talk to kids and talk to parents. But, you know, I just try to find the best fit for our program um, and um, use the strength that I have and, you know, in recruiting just like any other coach. But we, you know, obviously flying over to Europe is, is expensive. And um, I've been fortunate enough that the budget does allow for that. Obviously, it always could be more, but uh, we make do and, um, you know, get creative and how I travel places, you know, by bus or my dad even drives me sometimes. So we do what we can. And um, obviously, with social media and YouTube and all these recruiting agencies, there's, there's a lot of resources out there. Um, and a lot of coaches use the same even without doing much travel. So, you know, we just try to do the best we can each year. And, um, you know, in, it also the transfer portal has been huge for us as well. That's one aspect that we haven't talked about. But even from the beginning, when I started my second year, you know, picking up two transfers from Georgia State that came in and played up top. Um, Abiasova that plays two now is, is a transfer. You know, we had Natalia Bravo, who also clinched the championship. She was a transfer from Western Illinois. So um, those two things has really kind of been a combination for, for our success. With as many non-U.S. citizens coming over as recruits, that family aspect becomes even more important, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, these kids can't just, you know, sit in the car and drive home for the weekend if something happens. Um, so they rely, rely on each other. They rely on me and my assistant, Maria. And um, it's always been like that. So that when the new ones come in, they know what to expect and they feel supported and embraced. And um, that's, like I said, it's, it's really the most fun part of my job and why I love it so much is that we have a great group of kids that take care of each other. Elena, so four years later and looking back, what was the biggest adjustment to the move to Bloomington Normal? I feel it was missing my family it was I'm an only child so I've I have a very close relationship with my parents so it was really hard not being able to just hug my mom whenever I wanted to and I think that obviously we have phones and everything but it's still a seven hour time difference so when I'm going to bed it's 5 a.m over there and it's vice versa so I think that the hardest part for me was just figuring out that I can wait a week until I tell my mom what has been happening. I can't really talk to them every single day because I'm busy and they're busy. But I really think that my team and hearing kids say the same and knowing that I'm not alone in it really helped me understand and try to be stable on my own feet and not let it get down on me emotionally, the time and the difference and all of that. What's your favorite thing about normal Illinois? Um. 
I actually really like campus. I think that the size of it is perfect. I like, I'm mainly in the Garma Hall because I'm a psychology major and I really like how, I know where all the classrooms are and I've been here for four years. And I would say my favorite maybe lunch place is Medici. They have, I love the salad. So I think like it's obviously not a big town, but I think that it has everything that we need and it's my home. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Coach, the season kicks off. You begin with the dual meet, as we said, against Eastern Illinois on Sunday, as well as Illinois Springfield at the Evergreen Racquet Club. And you guys were picked number two in the preseason poll behind Belmont. How do you see this season shaping up? Um, I think it's going to be extremely competitive every weekend. With the three new teams being added, they have very solid um, tennis teams so one our schedule will be eight matches versus five in the past in April so that will make a difference um, you know it was very the MVC championship individuals in the in the fall were very telling because nobody won more than two titles out of ten flights so I think it's gonna be much more even and like I said you know showing up every weekend is gonna matter and staying healthy is going to be, be a big thing because for any one of our teams you know, losing somebody towards the top from injury is going to be really challenging. So we'll see. It's definitely going to be a lot more difficult this year. But we had talked about that and we have put in the time and we're ready for that. And I'm just excited to, to finally get there. For those who don't know, as you as you kind of slot your players going into a weekend and the one, the spot, the two spot, the three spot and so forth, what goes into that thought process as you kind of plan for an attack against an opponent? Um, I think, you know, definitely a big part is, you know, last year in the fall, uh, we have Tiana that's played one, you know, since she was a freshman. She's a junior now. Alex has done really well at two spots. So we had the returners up top. Um, You know, Tara's been playing at four last year, and she's been playing very, very well. Nevena came in as a freshman, and, you know, she won her flight an individual uh, championship in the fall, really dominated the three spots. So she's kind of slid in there. Um, and then we have Sylvia and Elena in the five and six spots. So the way it worked out so far that the two freshmen kind of s- stepped into the spots that we graduated. So our singles lineup, it's not a whole lot different. It's more the doubles that are going to be different because we have two new doubles teams. But, um, you know, current form, experience, you know, all these things, sometimes a little bit of matchups um, play a part. But a lot of the times, <clears throat> excuse me, our lineup has been pretty, pretty stable. And Elena, you talked about the fact that a lot of the newcomers don't have a great feel for match play, how that works, because they played so much individual or just double throughout their career before coming to college. What is the distinct difference that comes with the team aspect going into play, whether or not it's a conference or a non-conference matchup, but in match play? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's different from the start that you could lose your own match and we could win as a team 
and we could say that we had a good day and vice versa, right? You could win your match, but if you lose as a team, it's not a great day. So that's very different compared to back at home, you play a tournament, it's on you. If you win or you lose, if you win, you have a good day. So I think that understanding that it's not just about how you play your match, but it's from everything, starting from the warm up, how we lift each other up, how if you're done with your match, you have to cheer on your teammates so that they win their match and then it, like you win. So I think that's the main part of how it differentiates that you don't just play for yourself, you play for the whole team. That really helps with the whole family aspect as well, not only from a recruiting standpoint, but while they're here too, that connection of not kind of being purely individual within a team concept, you really do have to pull and are totally invested in what your teammates are doing. Absolutely, and that's one great thing about it. I don't think it's going to take them long to figure out once they play their first match. It's just, you know, just from the the standpoint of you have your teammates playing next to you at the same time. You have the cheering constantly going on. You know, you're kind of responsible not just having good body language, for example, for yourself, but you have to have it for your teammates as well. You know, we always talked about that you always need to look like you're winning. So if there's no scoreboard, when your teammates look across the courts, they should feel good about how we're doing. Um, so I think, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into it that's different. But like I said, everybody really embraces that and just, you know, finds a new motivation and finds those extra 5%, 10%, you know, at the end of the third set when it's hard. Um, and this team is particular is, is so supportive and so close that, you know, makes those match days really, really fun. Spring is the main portion of your season. You have kind of the non-traditional during the fall, obviously workouts throughout. Kind of on a yearly basis, break down what your student-athletes do with regard to over the winter break, at least staying in shape, and then during the summer, what kind of workout regimes do they have to go through? Um, during the summer, they're generally at home, so they're on their own. So it, it depends really what their resources are. Um, in recent years, a lot of the times they have internships that are required, so they may not be able to play as much tennis as they would like or as I would like, um, but we really stress in the importance of the strength and conditioning piece and them coming back in the best shape they can because we do play a lot of tennis in the fall and play a lot of tournaments and we can prepare. Um, but if they don't come in well enough shape, then th that's where injuries can happen. So that's the biggest thing, and the same goes for winter. And um, they've done a really great job. Like I said, when we went to Florida, you know, we hit a lot of balls and everybody did a fantastic, you know, fantastic effort um, every day. So I've been really happy because they know what our goals are and what it takes to, to get there. And we've done that the last several years. So, you know, the leadership up top, they are really well at communicating that and, um, um, you know, really leading by example when it comes to that as well. So. Um, it's hard because tennis really is, the fall is also full-time up in from August when they come. It's not until, you know, November that they get a little bit of a break because we're in the off-season schedule with eight hours. And then when they come back, it's we hit the ground running 20 hours all the way up until end of April. So there's not a lot of downtime, um, and that's tough. But, um, you know, it's, it's what we work hard for, and, you know, they love to play. They love to compete. So that's, that's you know, they're there for this. So. And, Elena, I'm assuming that fall season really is a perfect indoctrination for the freshmen to get established on a day-by-day -day basis, interact with 
their older teammates on a day-by-day basis. You have competitions, but there has to be something really special about that Florida training trip, too, just from a team bonding and unity standpoint. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was great to see everyone because we haven't really been able to spend that much time like living together. So we're all stayed together in one house, and you get to see how long everyone takes in the shower, who wakes up <laughs> first in the morning, who makes more breakfast, who does the dishes, you know, how everyone eats, what seasonings they put in their food. So, I mean, I feel like, and we get to have conversations about other things other than tennis or school, because there was no school. And I think we really got to know each other better on more like a personal, personal level and what drives everyone, why they like the music that they listen to. And I think that really helps helps us feel more human to each other that when it comes down to it, when I play for them, I feel like I know the people that I'm playing for. I'm not just playing for names. I'm actually playing for real people that are my friends other than my teammates. And Coach, one of the aspects of your fall season is kind of an alumni day that you put out. And for as close as your student athletes are during their times on campus, and after talking to Elena, it seems incredibly close. That really has the ability to move on once they leave campus and still be able to be intimately involved with your program. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had our alumni match reunion this past Saturday, and we had 16 alumni come into town, you know, some from, you know, flew, even flew into town to make the trip. And um, just to see what she's talking about and kind of fast forward 10, 15 years later, it's kind of like the same connections and the memories that they shared. You know, it was really, really fun to see. And I was happy that the current players were able to kind of see, okay, this is what it's going to be like. And this is what we want it to be like if we put in the time right now. You know, it's it's truly special. And, um, you know, it was it was a great experience for everybody. And we were already excited to plan the next one. Um, and I've had great feedback from, from those ladies that came back. And just, you know, the only, the only thing is that we didn't have enough time. We need more time. So, um, like I said, just really excited that that happened and um, for, for the next one as well. And nobody got injured, right? Nobody got injured, yes. That is the main thing. As you look ahead toward this spring, the season, obviously coming off a conference tournament championship last year, what are some of the home matches that fans should be aware of, not only necessarily date-wise, which they can look up, but some of the better opponents that you guys are going to be hosting this spring? I think our conference matchups are always the ones to, to really look out for. You know, this year we have Drake at home. Um, last year we played them twice um, over there, so that's really something that's there's always a star on our schedule you know and then belmont that's been picked first uh that's our last conference regular season match in a senior day so if anything i would really you know those two are the ones that we would want real people to really come out and try to support uh the team and elena what are some things that whether or not they're other students on campus or tennis fans or just casual fans in the Bloomington Normal area, what are some of the things and reasons that they should be able to come out and watch you guys compete this spring? I mean, I think that they have to come and see for themselves how much we love what we do and how much fire there is in every single one of us to win and to compete. And I think we put on a great show, personally. Um, I mean, I think that all the matches are at a really great level and I really think that people here don't, you know, it's not the main sport, it's not football, it's not basketball, 
But for us, it is what we do. And I think that showing up and supporting us is even going to make the atmosphere better and it's going to make it better for us when we play. And it's for sure going to help us win. And with some key home matches down the stretch this season, a good home crowd can have a huge effect, can it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's when we go play bigger schools at their home courts, we obviously have a disadvantage knowing that we're playing against their fans. So it would be really helpful for us to get some fans when we play here in our home ground. Well, I'd like to thank you both for joining us this afternoon. This was a lot of fun as you guys kick off the campaign this coming weekend against Eastern Illinois and Illinois Springfield over at the Evergreen Racquet Club here in town. That is ninth-year Redbird head coach Maya Kovacek and fourth-year standout Elena Yankalovska. They have been our guests, and that'll do it for our edition of In the Nest. We'll talk to you next time right here on In the Nest. This has been In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.